There we go. The call recorder has been switched on. Cool. And I am around here in my bed, looking very, very professional. <laughs> I'm going to try. Where's the camera right there? Hey, I'm going to try looking into the camera while I say this. Oh, yeah. I wanted to. I have two intros I want to do. No, I'm going to go with this. Hi there. Oh, shit. Sorry. And record. I wonder if I have enough for a slice of pizza here. Ooh. Sounds exciting. It's fucking starving. Okay, the camera does not want to work. Oh, there we go. I'm recording. Hi there. Happy Tuesday. It's January 29th, 2019 in America. Talk about you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where if I burn to death in a fire because your kid doesn't know math, I'm going to be really, really mad. Yeah, yeah, that was the point of shit out of me, too. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing today, Greg? Happy Tuesday. It's it's a, it's a Tuesday. It's uh, you guys are having some fantastic weather. I saw a funny quote on Facebook that said, uh, "You said you get back together with your ex when healthies is over." But I guess you guys have a date tomorrow at noon. Yeah, I really fucking hope not. It's uh, it's it's been different. Um, I was out shoveling the fucking uh, driveway and sidewalk last night, and by the time I finished, I mean, literally, it took me about fucking half an hour. By the time I finished, uh, we already had almost an inch of snow behind me. Holy shit. But it was just coming down by buckets, and it was supposed to stop at, like, 4 in the morning, and then it was still going at fucking 9 o'clock when I got <laughs> trying to fucking leave for work. Brutal, brutal. Well, we'll get back to the comments in a little while, because I've got a lot I want to talk about um, from my buddy, um, Doug. A little bit later. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'll explain my intro because it's one of the few you guys laugh at. A uh, 10 year old boy in Indiana called 911 to help with his math homework, and they did. And it's yeah. a big, big feel good story about the 911 operator who helped the 10 year old kid learn his math. And I'm thinking, you know what, if my house is turning down, it's a sweet story, but, but uh, I wouldn't appreciate it if I was dying. <laughs> It's one of those things that, again, it's a feel-good story, but then when you think about the ramifications of it, somebody actually had an emergency and the fucking phone's busy because of this fucking five-year-old kid. Right? Small town, we don't have that many 911 operators to begin with. Not, not such a good idea. <laughs> so that, that was the point of my intro, anyway. Put it into context for those of you who don't know. For those of the uh, 3,000 of you who might not know, um, as of this morning, 3,005 listeners to uh, What If We're Right. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough for that. Um, 3,000. Did you actually ever think we would ever fucking hit that three grand? I had no idea. And considering we were 2,700 last week, I don't really understand what's going on. Um, but I hope awesome. it continues. It's really, really fucking amazing. Um, so I'll keep it up. But of the 3,000 of you, we need some emails. That's what's going to keep the show going. Likes on Facebook, which we started getting. Thank you very much. Keep that up. Um, Twitter really helps a lot. Start tagging us on Twitter. That's a big, um, they pay attention to that kind of stuff. It makes us look good. That helps us make you look good. Um, as I say, the bigger we are, the, bigger, the more generous we are, right? Um, 
So like us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. That's a big thing right now. Um, and uh, the emails. Send in the email. Outlook.ca. Real simple. Um, and yeah, as soon as we get, start getting those, uh, things start getting fun for everybody involved. Uh, but let me just say again, thank you so much. 3,000 people. I can't believe it. I remember uh, when I, when any person finally listened, I was excited. Um, going back, well, they're all the way back, almost a year. My wedding anniversary is coming right up in March, so uh, that'll be something to look forward to. Um, crazy. Maybe I'll go back and play the very first episode ever. It's on a completely different anchor account. It's still there. It was a St. Patrick's Day episode I did. Horrifically um, boring and dry. And just factual and dumb. It was fun, but terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, um, And Just so you know and everybody knows, I'm going to be attempting to buy a slice of pizza with the least change I got last Christmas. I can't wait to listen to that. It might just sound really sad. <laughs> Make sure how you can uh, um, get it all on, on tape for us. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it on uh, the audio. So here, I'm just about to walk in. I'm just, I'm like legit embarrassed about this shit. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. So, how are you? Good, man. How you doing? Yeah. I just hope I have enough money for it. <laughs> I'm like alone in the pizza shop right now. This is like my greatest fantasy. I love it. I, the guy sounds like really happy and cool too. Yeah, he's a he's a really nice guy. He's, he's been running this place the last few years. He's been a really nice dude. Sometimes he'll hook me up. I also hope he comes back. Lock up and we're done. <laughs> I'm going to take this opportunity to pause the video. It's uh, working out pretty well, actually. Good. Well, I got like $3.35. Is that, I grabbed one of those meat ones. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Make a fat man real happy about that. I'm actually going to be able to eat. This is awesome. No, that's it. And of course, it's as with anything, it's all changed. Thank you very much. Do you take American cash by chance? Yeah. Would you take American cash? Yeah, but again, I'll give you back. Oh, I don't give a fuck about that. I'll grab another slice on it. Oh. Ah. I'll just give you a. I can do two. I got six bucks. I can do two tonight. Done. All right. That'll be awesome. For those of you just tuning in, this is going on during dinner. I'm actually doing a podcast right now. I'll grab, uh, I'll grab the other two meat ones. Yeah, the meat. Or whatever I got the money for. Yeah. And uh, as usual, ordering the vegan special. <laughs> Things that'll never happen. Oh, uh, you've made my day, my friend. Thank you very much.
Yeah, so everybody, everybody local, you know, listening for the record, Gino's Pizza. Gino's Pizza. Love Gino's. Pizza. One of my mom's favorites. Right on. Well, thank you, Gino. I'm sure that's not Gino, but thank you, Gino's Pizza. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast right now, so you guys are live on the air. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't notice the camera start up again. We're going to go ahead and pause that again. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, no, we're not. Pause. I'm picking my nose and drinking beer and shit. Pause. <laughs> um, that's funny. Uh, great. Geo's pizza. No, man, Prairie. I look forward to seeing you guys one day. Um, did you hear, by the way, in the world of pizza news, which is, is a thing that actually exists, uh, Pizza Pizza is uh, moving into British Columbia. They're opening their really? first main TV restaurant this summer. Oh, that's actually pretty exciting. Um, totally unnecessary. In a market that's already completely oversaturated, um, they're probably going to fail miserably. It's a terrible time to do this. And a terrible market to expand into. I have no idea what they're thinking. I haven't followed the story too clearly, but big bad idea on their part, I'd say. I'll try it, though. I've never tried it. They're, um, it's a little more on the drier side, pizza. It's not greasy in the slightest. Unlike Geno's, which is, like, amazingly. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure we'll do the typical Vancouver thing that we, that we do to everyone, like we did to Carl Jr. and the Krispy Kreme and everything that comes here. We'll love it for a week and then we'll see what it is. Thank you very much, sir. Greatly appreciate You have yourself a good night. Oh, I'm a happy man now. That sounds happy. Thank you again, Geno's Pizza. Everybody go, <laughs> go and buy a slice. That's it. Go and buy and support the locals. <laughs> Yeah, oh, up, uh, I'm so happy right now. Well, we'll, we'll have a little competition. Next time you're here, I'll take you to New Brandy's downtown. And uh, you can take me to Gino's and we'll compare. Oh, the New Brandy's is amazing. And I love that they found my paintings and hung them on the wall and then tried to claim that their daughter did them. That's so really? cool. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> All right. Back to the fucking cemetery I go with a happy, happy man, man. Yeah. That was a great clip. I appreciate that. Um, Moving on to uh, the show, let's get on with some stuff that I actually wanted to talk about tonight because I actually do have some topics. Um, Some of them that I think you'll find quite interesting. Um, I'm going to start with uh, just something close to the heart. Um, Calgary's safe injection site opened in 2017. The end of 2017, they opened their first safe injection site and uh, saved about their first uh, uh, um, supervised injection site. Oh, um, uh, they claim to have saved about 800 lives since its inception in uh, 2017, which is amazing. Way to go, guys. Um, the thing that I really hate, uh, people in the neighborhood have reported the 247% increase in crime. Now, you think that sounds pretty terrible, but what they're reporting is drug-related crime. And I'm, I'm thinking you, at the, at the drug in, injection site, you're reporting drug-related... Like, come on. Yeah, give me a fucking break. The neighbors are getting cold feet. They don't like it in their neighborhood. That's understandable. Um, but you gotta... You know, you gotta give a little here to these people. Um, no, I have a question. When they said that they saved, like, 800 lives, does that mean that, like, 800 people OD'd there and then they brought them back? That's what... Yeah, exactly. Um, 54,000 people have visited the site since it opened. 
So, uh, very good track record, by the way. Eight out of the out of 54,000. That's amazing. Considering we have one in four, um, we have one in four people that visit a safe injection site here, OD. And there they've got 800 out of 54,000. That's pretty damn good. That's not bad at all. Um, but then again, they, they haven't experienced the uh, fentanyl levels that we are here. So, you know, nobody's experienced the fucking fentanyl levels that you guys have. We'll see what it gets. Well, here, it's popular now. People like it. Yeah, there's this fucking one homeless dude out in BC talking to him. Like, so what are you doing? I gotta get back up some fucking fentanyl, dude. I'm like, really? Like, I'm so confused by that drug. Like, how is it that the smallest amount will fucking kill you, but then people can still do larger amounts and it doesn't? I, I mean, it's such a confusing drug. They, they do, they do a little bit in a large amount of drugs. Um, uh, but you, you can't, see, unfortunately, the thing with fentanyl is you can't beat the high. It's, uh, it's, it's way better than any high you, you can have for, for, you know, and you can get high on a little bit, which is great. It lasts as long. Um, there's a very, very quickly in comparison to heroin, but, but it's a great high. So fucking, people are going to it now. Is it the high is comparable to fucking, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, morphine, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Well, that's, that's so is heroin. Heroin is uh, just morphine. That's all it is, really. See, I, I like morphine. I did not like heroin. Yeah, same. I'm the exact same. I, yeah. I, I, I love morphine when they give it to me. Um, it's been, it's rare, but. There we go. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know what happens. This mute button keeps wanting to come on for some reason. Like, I'm not even touching the phone, and it'll just pop on the mute. <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. So, yeah, I'm very cool, Calgary, but let's not... Come on. We're, we're reporting drug related crime at a drug injection site. And of course, there's people using drugs in your neighborhood. That's part of it. It comes with the deal. Um, yeah. You know. And uh, do... do uh, Drug sites related to crime, not necessarily. There's no no real quantifiable increase. Um, when you think of crime as a whole, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You, you park your, uh, what is it, your, your Escalade on the street with the window open. Um, you know, if you're in the West End where there's nobody, chances are it's going to be fine. You do it on Hastings Street, something might go missing from the ashtray. That, is that an increase in crime, or is that just fucking common sense? Who knows, right? Um, I look at people that leave all their shit in their car and don't walk it, and then like, what fucking car got broken into? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was a drunken teenager. <laughs> like, well, more likely that's what it is than, uh, than anything else. But, yeah. But you gotta mitigate. People just mitigate your damages. You know where you are. You know who these people are. Like, just, if, I don't know, you're just asking for it, you know? Completely agree. Put shit in your trunk, roll up your windows, it's not that difficult. This is anywhere, anybody, it's got, not just because there's an injection site in your neighborhood now. Um, but of course, the media who wants to make it look like these are a bad thing, are going to do their job. 
Um, moving on from there, something that I thought we would get a check out of before we get on to Ontario, which I have a couple of things. Um, oh, and a story just for you. But first of all, the Sierra Club is reported. You're going to love this, Gord. Okay. The Sierra Club wants a better um, record keeping of forest emissions. Because forest emissions are being counted, and they, uh, forest carbon emissions. This is carbon emissions that come from the fucking forest could be three high, three times higher than any other source of emissions, and we're not counting them. Wait a second. What forest creates a bit? The whole the forest takes in carbon monoxide and releases oxygen. This is carbon that builds up from forest fires and gets released during and after a forest fire. Now. They want us to start counting forest emissions when we talk about our environmental damage. We're not talking, uh, counting the emissions from the forest. So essentially, what the Sierra Club is saying is that the environment is bad for the environment. For fuck's sake. How <laughs> trees are killing the trees. We need to start tracking tree aside what the fuck like come on where does it end now the environment is killing the environment well i mean i guess the only thing they could have as a valid point is that there's been more larger forest fires than previously on record yes so on that front okay you might have a point zero 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 one percent point <laughs> it, it, it's just come on. We're going to start counting. We, we, we want forest firefighters to start measuring emissions and start fighting the forest fires. And then who do we blame them? Who do we, who do we blame when the forest is killing the forest? Wait. Trump. <laughs> Trump. Yeah, exactly. Good. I just, I just, that just killed me. Like, come on. The environment is bad for the environment. Not everything can be bad for the environment. Come on. But yet, apparently, everything is. That's just ridiculous to me. The environment is bad for the environment. That's just fucking... The, the, now the trees are killing the environment. Save the forest. Kill the trees. What? Yeah. Stop trees from killing the forest. Oh, are you kidding me? Next we're going to stop fish from eating other fish? Because they're, <laughs> they're endangered? Come on. Fish are killing the fish industry. <laughs> fish are killing the fishing industry. We've got to stop fish from eating fish. Oh. <laughs> There's going to be a big anti-shark movement any day now, I guarantee. Well, if there's... If, I'll say this. If there are aliens out there, which I pretty much believe there are, they are sitting back right now and laughing their asses off at us. Oh, yeah. They, they officially look retarded. Uh, uh-huh. they, they, they are looking for signs of intelligent life and they're not finding it. Um, so this is what happens when you get too many fucking liberals in the country, in the fucking world. Right? Oh, my God. They are just something special. This yeah, is what yeah. happens when you divide a fucking planet. Yeah, exactly. But being either yeah. one or the other. Exactly, exactly. Um, very, very good point. Um, yeah, I like that. You're right. And uh, I don't know. I don't know where it changes. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we can get back from where we're at now. I don't. I, I don't know if we can bring it so. back. I think this is the new world, and we just have to deal with it. Um, 
think the only way to do anything about it is really what it comes down to is, again, my solution for everything is just wipe out a whole lot of people. Yeah, uh, that's the thing I was just going to say. The only way we're going to get back to any sort of normalcy is if another uh, dictator rises and, and does what dictators do. And then we have someone to rally against and we realize that these divisions are ridiculous. Um, this is how it starts. This is how it always starts. We're, getting, we're not doing anything new here. This isn't new territory. This is the right. This is why the Nazi Party is getting into action again. This is why uh, even the fucking IRA is looking good again to certain people. Um, this is all stuff. We, this is all the road we've been down a million times before. I don't know why we can't figure it out. Um, if you have answers or questions, you can to that. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you like. Get in touch with us. There's a million ways. Please um, answer some questions for us or just be on the show. Um, speaking of which, I'm going to be on a couple of shows coming up to exact dates and times, but uh, guest appearances on other podcasts and uh, do some cross promotions. So we're going to be doing a lot more promotions on the show, which I haven't done in a long, long time. Because um, I stopped promoting myself, um, uh, but now I'll be promoting other podcasts uh, quite a bit. So that'll be starting up right away here soon. Awesome. As well, um, I I've been messing with the idea of starting another podcast. But... Well, I commented about it, but I lost. Um, I was saying I'm like, well, I commented about that, but I lost you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, um, whenever I'm not with you, I, I still want to be doing this. It's just my, my passion. So, um, I was kicking around the idea of starting one, and I got a great opportunity offered to me from a radio station in New Brunswick. So, uh, we're, we're just so wrestling with the details right now. I could be putting together a country music show, uh, focused on, uh, the Western country music scene to, to be broadcast, uh, all over our, our regular podcasting networks, as well as, uh, some radio out there in Eastern Canada. So that's a very exciting thing coming up here soon for me. Well, that's great. I fucking hate country music, but that's great. <laughs> See, I, uh, I'm, I, I'm in the middle of the road. I can pretend to like it. I'm sure I'll discover things I like and I'll, I'll come across things that I hate. But I know there used to be a good scene here in BC. I don't know what's still going on. I remember as a kid going to the corner of the radio and fucking loving it. Um, anyway, yeah, it's a one day thing, though. Yeah, kind of, yeah. But I know it does keep up you around. I know I had, I had a boss who was a, uh, a regular rodeo uh, performer, partaker, computer, I guess. Really? I don't know what you call it. He was a skill wrestler. So he would be a rodeo competitor. A competitor, there you go. Okay. Yeah, he made good money, actually. That was fun. Uh, but yeah, there's sort of a big rodeo scene. I know that much. Uh, but as far as the music scene goes, I don't know. I haven't followed very much. I'm sure there's something going on. Um, I know we had a couple of good country bands a few years back. Um, but ultimately, everyone goes to Toronto to make it famous because you you just can't hear. Uh, so. I don't know. We'll see. Be interesting. Uh, if that doesn't turn out, I'm still going with uh, an idea I had of just a local 
kind of special interest show that I was going to call just another day. And just walk around and show cool shit going on in Vancouver and say how it's, yeah, it's just another day here. We got some like people throwing shit at you from a window. Exactly. People throwing shit from windows. Um, uh, a woman who was actually attempting to shit on a bird today. Funniest thing I ever saw because she'd been shit on like uh, several times this week and she was going to pull one back. Thought that was awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's it. Uh, well, um, so yeah, very cool. Stay tuned for we're going to have some special, hopefully some guests from other podcasts on our show. Uh, I'll be guesting on other shows and I'll, I'll throw an information along too, Greg. So, uh, you know, if there's times you can make it out with me, that would be even better. And we can be, we can be uh, you know, together on someone else's show. It would be really Absolutely. I'm all over that. Um, I'll send you the link. You can, pull, you can uh, hook up with the Facebook group um, and uh, you'll follow the, what I'm following. It's, yeah. just, it's just a Vancouver.fm group set up on Facebook. You have to be a member of Vancouver to be part of it. And I am that, so that works out. Indeed. Um, where are we here? Something just for you because of what we talked about the last podcast. I just want to say real quickly, a uh, New Jersey's 10-year-old Kai Struthers in New Jersey. Kai Struthers, a 10-year-old boy, second um, youngest person to bowl a perfect game ever. Really? Yeah. Just recently did that. There was parents who took an interest in bowling. At 18 months, which is bullshit, but we'll go with it. Yeah. And uh, he's been bowling since he was 18 months old. Now, at 10 years old, uh, second oldest person in the U.S. to, uh, the second youngest person, so in the U.S. to bowl a perfect game. So, any idea how young the youngest? No, I didn't, I didn't even bother looking. This article didn't mention them, and I thought, nah, why take that? Why take it away from Kai? Uh, the youngest is probably like a few months younger or something. I can't see someone. Younger than yeah. 10, bowling a perfect game. That's insane. Holy shit. Yeah, even at 10. He's a, he's a, he's a healthy boy. We'll put it that way. He's definitely got the physique for bowling. I mean, that's the nicest way, Kyle. Way to go, buddy. That's awesome that you did that. Um, and you know what? You know what? Uh, you know what you have to do to bowl a perfect game, kids. I'm just saying, just just to let you know, you got to keep score. Or cheat. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't keep score, how do you know if you bowl the perfect game or not? Right? So you got to keep that. Right? You can't just say oh, everybody bowled the perfect game. No, you got to keep score. Um. <laughs> So, way to go, Kyle. Way to teach other kids what happens when you keep score. You get to be the best at something, you get in the newspaper, and uh, random Canadian podcasts will talk about you. And that's when you know you did it. That's when you know you've been with 3,000 people and listening to this story, Ty. Um, Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Tim Hayes, <laughs> fucking. Put that bowl and roll it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. So, I don't know if you have any uh, any uh, news for the Gordon Ford segment, but I certainly have some uh, Eric on Ford stuff to get to. I'm sure you followed it all. A little bit, but there is there is one new one that came up yesterday. I caught on. I called and read, read a bit of uh, the bit about. All right. Let's start with yours. Um. 
So apparently Ford has um, eliminated. Um, let's see if I can try to get this the the whole thing right. He's promoted and allowed corporations to pollute more. He's um, tried to sell off the part of our what's called the green belt, which is a massive thousands and thousands of acres of fucking forestry that he's he tried to sell out. Yeah. To get deforested. Um he dismantled or took away some like seven hundred and fifty million dollars from a recycling program. Right. Yeah, I remember that. And there's another one I can't think what the other one was. But yeah, he's basically doing what he can to well trump it up and by saying fuck the environment. Exactly, and uh, I've been very vocal about how the carbon tax will ruin the economy and it's uh, bad for Ontarians. The, the carbon tax is a farce. You're taxing people for something that the money doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, well, no. It's a no, cash grab. Trudeau himself has admitted it. Yeah, and even in D.C. it's been admitted to be that. It's claiming to be neutral. Um, the way it's neutral is that uh, it doesn't yeah, the money goes elsewhere. So um, it's not shown that it makes money because they spend the money elsewhere in the budget. Um, That's right. So they say, oh, no, the government doesn't make any money off of it. Well, no, but they, they put the money to generate other things where they're losing money so that it looks neutral. That's why it's revenue neutral. It's a bogus thing. You're right. It's absolutely bogus. It's absolutely fucked. Like, I mean... When I actually heard that clip of Trudeau actually admitting, oh no, if we eliminate this carbon tax, it wouldn't affect anything. I just don't understand how it's still in place. As soon as that gets admitted, it should immediately be taken off the books. Oh, well, so in other words, you're just going to gouge people for money for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, well, that's what he's saying. But people know where that money's going, and the people who are using it for something. I uh, know how important it is for their purposes. But no, of course it's not really helping. Is it stopping you from driving? Yeah. No. So if it's three tanks a gap fucking week right now, no, it's not fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's not helping at all. I, I certainly don't think about it before I make a purchase, which is what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to make, you know, I, I don't, I, it never crosses my mind ever. No, not once. Not, not even remotely close to once. Just, uh, yeah, it is a stupid day. I'll agree with him on that one. But the ruining the environment thing, uh, you know, Ontario's not ever had a real great environmental record. No, um, but to sell off our own fucking, uh, our own forestry, though, like, I mean, like, that's as bad as what Nestle did, or what BC did for Nestle. Oh, you know, hey, BC's no friend of forestry either. No, but they're even worse because they gave Nestle their water, their fresh water. They gave it to them, didn't even sell it to them. Well, the fact was it wasn't regulated um, at all. There was no, it, we just didn't take it back, essentially. Because yeah. the, the problem was there was never any laws written about who owned the groundwater. So essentially, nobody did. It was free for anybody to take. Um, people just latched on to the Nestle story because there was such a big company taking such a large amount, but it could have been any company. To be honest, there is a hundred different water companies out there taking water. 
Um, because there is no rules. You're just allowed to take that water. No one ever decided, no one thought you had to write a rule about groundwater. Um, so, uh, the last government really shit the bed on reeling that in. That's the problem. They should have cut it off and said no immediately. Um, there's no benefit to it. There's no, there's no benefit to it. There's no, no benefit to the province whatsoever to letting Nestle do this. Um, no. And the fact that we're saying, oh, well, they've been doing it since day one, so we got a grandfather in somehow. No, that's not the reason. No. That's, I don't buy that. Well, you know, they've been doing, we can't just say no now. Yes, we, yes, we can. <laughs> we absolutely can. We, we missed something in the books. We have to put it in now. Of course, you can't say, oh, they've been doing it uh, this long. We might as well just let them be gone. What kind of argument is that? Say that to any, um, you know, long person who's been uh, victimized by a family member for a bunch of years. What yeah. you, just, oh, they've been doing it this long. You might as well just let them go. Oh, yeah, that dude's yeah. been raping his little boy all this time. Well, we, might, we can't just say no now. No, we, we, we have to grandfather that in and let the child rape somebody before we say anything about it. Absolutely. Retarded logic. Um, that is where Mr. Harper needed more time. He was all over protecting Canada's water, and God bless him, he did amazing things in that department. Uh, Give him five minutes in D.C., he would have had nothing hand. He would. Um, unfortunately, we hear of all the bad Harper did, and we don't hear of the good he did. Um, no, I'm not a big, I'm not, I'm not a big C conservative by any means. But Harper did some good things; he just didn't write about them, and uh, that's just was his way. Uh, I think he's back right now, kind of laughing or crying about society. I don't know. He's been, I thought he would be more vocal. He's been really quiet since he. Uh, Retired. Um, I think he just doesn't. I I know he cares. He does care. He's a hugely patriotic man. Um, I think he's probably laughing, and he's just shaking his head, going, "I told you." Especially his own party, which is just collapsing right now without him. It's just fucked. It is fucked. But back to the topic at hand. Yes. Our good friend and friend of the environment. <laughs> um, his party uh, meeting with some controversy for sending out flyers using Ryan Gosling's picture on them. Really? Uh, to help advertise the party. No, hey, Ryan Gosling likes us. You should too. No, he, he doesn't like you. He just I don't know why he's letting you use the photo, his photo, but uh, it's on these pamphlets in the, uh, in the area where he came from. I believe he's from London, Ontario. I believe that's right. Um, so they're using pictures of him to garner support in and around that area. Just thought that was silly. Just a silly little thing. For, like, really, who do you think you're fooling there for? Yeah, we would be great if he turned around and sued them for this. That'd be great. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, he hasn't been reached for comment about it as far as I heard. And I, I don't know that he'd care. And I don't know if there's any reason to about it. Um, so, like, uh, you know, I, I don't know if there's any likeness uh, rights being violated there or not. Well, if they didn't, if they didn't ask permission to use, it, to use his likeliness, then he can sue the living shit out of him for it. Uh, it depends, yeah. Um, there are loopholes in that. Um, if it's a public... Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. But there's loopholes. 
And we must have found one. I'm sure he's smarter than that. Um, something that is disappointing and not surprising at all in any way, but uh, I just read it this morning and thought it was hilarious. The last brewery that's been doing the dollar beer, yeah. uh, cool beer brewing, the last remaining one has decided to raise its um, price to a dollar twenty-five. It can't do the one dollar anymore. Uh, so the one, the buck of beer is officially dead in Ontario. Um, <laughs> they will this uh, cool beer beer will con- continue to uh, offer buck of beer on special occasions and long weekends. But uh, they said the best they could possibly do as a dollar of beer is break even. The absolute uh, in the ideal circumstances, best case scenario, they break even. And that's just not a way to run a business. So they have had to pack it in like all the other breweries. This is a non-starter right from the beginning. Uh, what a stupid idea. And uh, it's funny that they didn't even make it not even a year, I don't believe. No. <laughs> so, not even a year. <laughs> like, what does that tell you? And it tells you that somebody put something in place and they just didn't even think. No. Like, how is this? The concerns are supposed to be good old business. Yeah, I know. This is how this is how it happens when you've got a a, a guy with big dumb ideas. Um, this is this is Trump's wall. <laughs> the buck of beer is just like Trump's wall. It's a big stupid idea. It's not going to work. And even <clears throat> even the wall is not going to be a wall. Now it's going to be a fence. Which you know, I don't put a lot of thought into that. Well, not a lot because I don't think that much about things, but. The wall, like, I understand why there's a need for the for a wall. There is, there, I mean, the U.S. and Mexico border, there should be, because there are a lot of people that bring shit over, and there are a lot of people that come over that border. And I get it. Yeah. But all the wall will do is slow them down for, like, an hour. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, even even that border guard admitting that, uh, you know, that's not how most illegal immigration is occurring. It's not people rushing the border in, in these grand schemes like we think. No. The bulk of the drugs come through the legal force of entry, which is the greatest thing in the world. Exactly. I love that fucking. The fact that that's a statement. For me, kills me. It makes me laugh so fucking hard to think, think about that. They know that their biggest weakness is the drugs are coming through the legal ports of entry. Oh, yeah. They won't do anything about that. <laughs> oh, no, because that, unfortunately, is run by Ron Sherman, mostly, which is uh, mafia, bikers, and, uh, and unions. Working with yeah. man. You're never going to stop that. It's, it's, it's a well-known here in Vancouver who runs the port and what gets through the port and what doesn't. Very well-known. It's just insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, it's silly. And I don't get why why he's pushing this to the degree that he is knowing that. Like... I think it's just a, it's become his symbol. He wants it to be something that's going to be standing long after he is. 
it's yeah, it's an eagle monument. That's it's, all. It's, it's his equivalent of Mount Rushmore. Yeah, let's just put a giant wall up, and that'll be everybody. Will just, it'll be forever known in history. You know, as Trump Wall. You know the easiest way to get that wall torn down, eh? How's that? Get the Mexicans to stop selling coke for a week. <laughs> you have Americans ripping that wall down, running <laughs> to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's um, I was reading a bunch of comments about this. So people are talking about, well, you know, like when I go to Mexico, I get offered all these drugs. I was in Mexico. I got offered no drugs. No, yeah, that's the funny thing. I was told that it was impossible to get weed, but I could get I could get coke if I wanted to get it. I could have gotten it. But I couldn't get weed, which I thought was humorous. That is funny. Because any weed that they do have is absolute garbage and overpriced for what you're getting. Um, We're supposed to get good BC weed down there. That's what we used to buy cocaine. We're supposed to be good what? They get good BC weed down there. That's what we used to buy cocaine. Yeah, but I think they're using that for, I think they're trading that off or just using it for personal. Yeah, I guess that could be. Because the shit they're selling the tourists is garbage. I've never heard anything different from that statement. I've never heard anybody say, oh, no, I was in Mexico. I got good weed. Never heard it. That's interesting. Hey, that's a good topic to write in on. Kids, write in. Let me know if you got good weed in Mexico. Where, where, where could you score good drugs in Mexico? Eric, you go to that look back up. I know prescriptions are easy to get down there. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people go down Mexico for nothing was brilliant for prescription drugs. Um, opening the borders, making the making it easier for us to cross. Yep. Um, so we could go down there and buy our prescription drugs. I, I still know people that do that, actually. Um, Children who go to Mexico, um, poor guy in the U.S., but I guess you don't have to with uh, another free trade agreement. Um, that's one thing we can do is cross our, our two borders relatively freely. Obviously, that changed on September 11th. Yes, it certainly did. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. With all the uh, things going on with immigration, and uh, it's going to be a big fight now, but I think it's time to loosen up. Like, it's been 20 years, give or take, you know. Um, we got to let up on some of the September 11th bullshit, don't we? Oh, God, yeah. Like, did it change the world forever? I don't think it did. I think we're, we're over it. What I don't get is that the U.S. had one incident. One incident of international terrorism. Yeah. You got all European, Europe, everywhere in Europe, everywhere, in the, everywhere that's not in North America has been dealing with this shit for fucking decades. Oh, yeah, over and over. There's been worse ones in Japan and, and in Britain since then. We were. Sure. And yes, you know, nobody talks about, I don't know, November 24th in fucking Britain, but nobody talks about that. No, well, nobody cares. Look at the one in France the, the, with the Eagles of Death Metal concert. Yeah. We were. We were. But you don't hear about it because other countries aren't arrogant enough to make it the world's problem. Yeah, exactly. And we know that if they if they talk about it on the international scale, they're promoting 
the bad organization. Well, exactly. And that's what America has to do. They have to promote the bad organizations. Otherwise, they can't promote their forces going around the world doing what they do, which is pointless and retarded. They're funding the bad organization. That's what America does. Well, exactly. I mean, well, that's called knowledge now. I mean, we, we armed Iran to fight Iraq, and then we, we, as soon as they beat the Iraqis, we invaded Iraq, you know? And it was the U.S. that fucking basically started Osama bin Laden. Exactly. Well, yeah, he came in the, in the U.S. He came with the CIA. Yeah. And then as soon as he's used... As soon as these people have used up their their worth, did I just lose you? What's no? I mean, oh, weird. Something weird just happened. As soon as these people have used up their worth, they suddenly uh, get wiped out. You know, um, yeah. Gaddafi, Hussein, Bin Laden. It's a pattern of it's, it's so blatantly obvious. I don't know why people think they can't see it. Certain kind of cases. All these people have done something big for the U.S. at one time. And when it when it's time to pay for that, they're they're just dead. That's it. Yeah, um, fucked up. The and, weird fucking life we're living in right now. The only ones who get to dodge that are the Saudis. For whatever fucking reason, we can take well, out every other person. We can't take out the Saudis for some reason. Trump already said why. He openly admitted it. Yeah, that's true. We're not going after the Saudis because they buy weapons from us. Yeah, well, that's that's that's, uh, that's Canada. That's uh, that's Trudeau. Um, we have a huge arms deal with the Saudis, but uh, yeah, so is the U.S. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we're we're both arming a country that shouldn't have weapons. Exactly, and to what end? It's just stupid. Um, arming them and relying on their oil. Why? Our two countries have oil reserves. Just as fast as there. It's, it's between Texas and Alberta, there's enough oil to sustain the entire planet for the next 3,000 years. Yeah. What the hell are we buying Saudi oil for? Where I don't it? need it. Other than the fact that these people are all related to Bushes and, and Clintons who are all Rockefellers somewhere down the line. Yep. Um, I mean, come on. The curtain's been pulled back. We've seen the wizard. It's time to fucking change things. Um, or just become the Wally people. Which is, I think, is where we're sitting at. Yeah, we're almost there. We're just about there. God, um, I was last night, I was looking up, uh, just going through a catalog of virtual reality stuff you can buy, um, for my new laptop. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're just about there. We're, we're just on the brink of becoming those people. Unreal. Uh, VR is coming on fast and hard. It's still a little too expensive for the average guy. Um, but for, you know, for about a thousand bucks, you can set yourself up. And I know for a fact there's some good quality VR porn out there. Um, which is obviously the first thing we did. That's why we tried to invent it so quickly. That's uh, for every major entertainment industry. Exactly. Uh, but it'll be a thing, eventually. I think you give it ten years. It'll be it'll be a thing. I actually hope it doesn't because VR have you ever played a virtual reality game? Not yet, no. Not They're a real one. Fucked up. They're really fucked up, man. Like it's like not only do you feel like you're in it, but like 
it just it, it just it just it just fucks with your your equilibrium. Well, yeah. Well, that's what they say. That's what it's like. Fifty years ago, they were talking about how it would fuck up your brain and you. Um, it makes sense. Our brains are easy to trick like that. Um, you know, a, a group of people that are still capable of being hypnotized should not be messing with virtual reality. No, not at all. We're not smart enough for it. Go watch the lawnmower man, people. Crap. Seriously, everyone needs to watch that movie. That, that's the one that needs to be remade. Why are they remaking lawnmower man? I guess they did. They did Lucy. It's the exact same thing, but with a chick. Um, Look, I haven't seen that movie in years. That was a good movie. Remake Lawnmower Man. Show the world what uh, what virtual reality does to you. Who was, it? Who was the main role? Nick Cage? Oh, let's see. Who was the original? Jeff... Um, the hell is his name? Uh, Jeff... Who was that? Not Goldblum. No, um... Uh, B actor, B actor, never really did much. I can't think of his name now. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, but a great, great movie. Um, Stephen King's story originally. Oh, Richard. Ba- I believe it's a Richard Bachman story, but Stephen King wrote it. Really? Um, I don't. I think it was under a pseudonym, Richard Bachman. Don't quote me on that. But uh, it was, it's his story. Yeah, all good stories are Stephen King somewhere along the line. That's true. Uh, scary stuff. The uh, I, I've never even tried it. Not a real one. Um, I've never even tried that. You know, you can get the the goggles now that you just stick your cell phone in. Yeah. And, and I haven't even tried those yet. You can get them for like twenty bucks. I should try one. It'll change your life, my friend. That'll be it. Well, see, I'm the I'm the I'm the last one you want to get it because I just sucked right in. I'll never come out. Yeah, that would be it, right? <laughs> um, that, that, that's what to do. If I got, like, a... If I could get, like, a virtual uh, world where I'm, like, the president, you know, like, my second life, like, a virtual reality second life, that's it. You'll never hear from me again. Yeah. Um, I would be, be... You'd be doing a virtual podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I'd be, I would. I would forego the real podcast for the virtual podcast. And uh, I would just be... It, it would have to be something really high stress, though. Something that I can really enjoy, I'm angry all the time. Like, <laughs> um, like a, a really bad city hall that I run, or something. Or really, something with a lot of administrative duties that I don't feel. You know, <laughs> like, I be a, like a school administrator or something. That's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you do virtual reality, and then it gets, but like. I'm going to fuck this real life. I'm going to create a virtual life, but I'm going to create it as a job that I hate. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's what I do with Sin City. I stress the fuck out when I'm playing Sin City. Um, <laughs> just worried about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's like uh, that, when, in the Simpsons when they, they're doing yard work and then they go to the fair, and the first thing the kids want to do is get on that virtual yard work simulator. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, pretty much exactly it. Yeah, that's that's what we do. Well, that's what I would do for sure. I know me. I uh, I would love that. Um, that would be something where I can fly because flying is awesome. <laughs> it, that's true. That was that's for me. That's what the only reason. Flying, flying without uh, art, uh, mechanical means. You know, just just being able to fly with my own power. Uh, with no crazy stupid squirrel suit or anything. Oh, the squirrel suits are pretty fucking cool. 
they actually are pretty fucking cool. I love watching those videos, those guys, when they jump off the side of a mountain and just, like, sail down the mountain. I don't think I have the balls. Oh, I, fuck. I've been avoiding skydiving for years. I say every year I'm going to go, and I don't. Um, I eventually go. My best friend, Mike, he wants me to fucking go skydiving with him. I want to. We should do that together. We should make that a podcast thing, because I wouldn't go without someone like you to push me out of the plane. <laughs> um, you think I'd be able to jump? I don't know. We might have to push each other. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, actually. We should try it. Um, yeah, we should definitely do that. Um, my favorite video of all time is years, years, years ago when the funny videos first started. And there's one with a helmet cam video. And the guy's yeah. parachute gets twisted. He's just rushing toward the ground. Um, and the, the feed cuts out, but you can still hear the audio. Oh. You, you just hear this guy screaming for his life. He knows he's going to die. And it goes on forever because he's at like 3,000 feet, right? So there's enough time to realize how bad he's about to die. So he's just, and then you just hear, <clears throat> and all this snow, the screen goes complete snow. And then you just hear, I fucking lived. And that's all the excitement there. He shattered both of his legs. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but but still, he lived and he was just uh, absolutely super stoked about that. I thought that was really funny. It's one of the funniest ones I've heard. Oh, fuck, that's too good. <laughs> Crazy fucking tricks. So there you go, guys. That'll be our fun. Uh, uh, send us um, in some money so we can go skydiving. Eric can go, um, go skydiving together. I don't know where. Who are there? I don't care. I did do bungee jumping. I don't know if that counts. I did bungee jumping. That I've done. That's a, that's a fucking trip. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I've done it twice, actually. I did it in West End at the mall. It wasn't very cool. Um, I did it in Whistler. Cool. Yeah, I did it in Kelowna when I was young. It was a lot of fun. It hurt my back. They don't tell you that. Um, the new ones don't do that anymore. Oh, okay. Were you strapped by the ankles? Yes, I was, yeah. Yeah, they don't do that anymore because it fucks up your back. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you a whiplash. It fucks your back up. It does all types of bad damage to you. Yeah, they don't tell you that beforehand. No, 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 no. You'll be fine. <laughs> but they got me with the one thing that will get me to do just about anything. Um, it's something to remember to get home. So if you need me to do something or you just want to see me do something, these guys need a trick. Make it free. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that I offered you free beer or something. Yeah, make it free, get me drunk, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um, not a problem at all. I'm looking forward to doing some drinking soon. It's almost drinking season, and I haven't, I haven't even uh, been drunk. In, I don't even remember the last time I got drunk. I'm looking forward to getting my drink on this year, um, especially as it approaches. Oh, yeah, speaking of this summer, and uh, Degrassi Palooza, which I have to go through here, um, Pat Mastriani, I know you have the power to make this happen, buddy. Do it, please. Um, I'll get in touch with you again on Twitter later. You know I will. Um, <laughs> but speaking of which, I someone just got invited to the Anchor Headquarters recording studio, and they applied much more recently than we did. So, a little concerning there about uh, our application. I might have to reapply for that. No. Um, 
But I forgot her name. I was going to write it down. I knew that something. She just got approved to go down to New York and, and record. You get to, and she gets to pick her time and, and wait until there's a time that works for her. And something I didn't know is once you get accepted to go and do this, um, you're then entitled to book the studio twice a year. Really? From now on. For, uh, yeah. So that's oh. something you can do then. Very cool. All offered by a good friend, Baker.fm. Well, goddamn. But yeah, I was really, I was stoked to hear about it. And then I asked her how long it had been. And she said, oh, I just applied at the beginning of December. And oh, I, my God. Really? Well, that sucks because we applied long before that. Yeah, we, I think with ours, though, is also because we had, um, we were pretty, we were still running in the very low numbers at the time. That's true, too. Yeah, it's definitely time to take a, take a look. And on that note, um, I've uh, gotten some technical difficulties worked out, so everything should be up and running a little more smoothly in, as far as tracking those numbers and stuff. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't go in with what was going on, but um, it's now been fixed. Uh, thank you to Grant and Anchor.fm. You're always so incredibly helpful. Um, I'm sure you have a huge workload, but you always take the time to help me with my needs. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, we will try to make the show better and better because of your assistance. Um, Anything we can do, we'll do it. To that end, I don't know that I have very much else to uh, to go on tonight. I mean, I kept it you know short and concise and, and to the point tonight. Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of anything else to add to any of this either. So, uh, there's one one um thing I saw it on Facebook uh, or Twitter. I don't remember which today. Um, that I wanted to bring up real quick, and uh, I forgot. I I did want to end on this point. Um, but uh, uh. Seen on one of the either Facebook or Twitter that said uh, transvestites want us to accept them for who they are, but they don't accept themselves for who they are. <laughs> I posted that. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I saw that. I shared it. I, I was going to tag you in it, but I didn't have time. I didn't. I didn't believe that was you. I, I did. I, 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 I saw the viewer slightly. Um, but if you want to say, if anyone really believes that to be how uh, the situation is, um, I want you to kill yourself immediately. Yeah. Um, that is not at all the way you should be looking at that situation. Um, and that's uh, that's just a, a kind of a, when you when you look at it in the right perspective, that's a really disgusting way to think, and that's the, that's the kind of thinking that is going to uh, be the downfall of our very quickly um, sexually diversifying society. Um, so just yeah, keep, I totally agree. Um, I know you do. Uh, just keep in mind, everybody, that uh, it's, it, there aren't two sexes anymore. That's just the reality. I know a lot of old people can't deal with it, and that's fine. I, I give the old people a little bit of leeway. Uh, there's a guy at my work. He's uh, older than dirt just can't handle um, transsexuals, transvestites, uh, doesn't get it. Well, we never will. And he's not going to be around long enough to break about it. Um, so I, I do let him say his, his, his um, bigoted things. He knows no other way. And you, you got to give them 
anyway. But anyone younger than that, anyone who's going to live for the next 20, 30 years, uh, you just have to deal with it. We're not a two-sex species. Um, so if you can't square that circle in your mind, then tell yourself. See, so, are my instructions. Um, not a suggestion, instructions. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I just don't get why it matters. Like, why does, why do I have to care about it? This is what I don't know. No, this I mean, is what I don't You don't have to care. And if you're one of the people who don't care, that's fine. Don't care. Keep, keep in your life. Because you're not the type that's going to point out uh, the, the negative. You, you don't find the negative in it. You don't find the positive in it. You genuinely don't care. Um, but the problem is they want me to care. That's the problem. They, they do, and maybe that is part of the problem. Um, that's the other side of that's, a, that's a, an intelligent uh, counter argument. Um, if you hadn't said anything, we wouldn't know, and it wouldn't have been an issue. You know. Now, should you have to keep quiet? No. But was it in your best interest? Maybe. Right. Um, Who cares? And that's just it. I just. Why do I have to care what your sexual preference is? Why do I have to care? Why do I have to acknowledge this? I don't have to. You don't walk up to me and say, hey, straight gourd. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's true, too. Like, no, you don't. It's just, grow the fuck up. Just plain and simple, just grow the fuck up. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody wants to know what the fuck you do and what your sexual preference is. Nobody fucking cares. Oh, but even nobody wants to know what I do. So, I kind of do. It's all kinds of freaky geeky up in here. There's not a classification for what I am off camera, off off podcast. You don't want to get that. All these uh, liberal, open-minded people would, would be shuddering. <laughs> You guys came with this. You gotta accept it now. <laughs> you gotta accept it now. <laughs> oh man, we could push it. I, I said we were gonna do it. You don't get to choose. No, that's just it. You, you, yeah, it's freedom for one is freedom for all. Unfortunately, uh, you gotta keep that in mind when you're pushing these things, um, because it does tend to go the other way. As soon as people get what they want, they start oppressing someone else. Um, we did a podcast about that this summer, if you remember, about uh, gay people becoming assholes. Yeah, I totally do remember that. And being, being assholes. And they still have, still met several that are just dicks. No, you don't get to be a dick because you won your battle. That's not how it's supposed to work. No. And I will be the fag the same as I'll punch a guy in a wheelchair. Instead of you want to be act like a fag, I'll beat you like a fag. <laughs> and fag is a meaningless word in my mind, just like goof. It doesn't mean what you guys think it does. Fag is like goof. It's not like when I say retarded, it doesn't mean. You know when I say yeah. retarded, I, it's just a catching behaviors. I'm speaking about people who are mentally retarded. People who have a retardation. That's what I, I don't. <laughs> uh, just a cut through behaviors there, everybody. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get all PC on your asses. But when I say faggy, you guys all know what I mean. I've said it a million times. Um, so I don't want to. Uh, but uh, yeah, I do want emails. I was gonna say I don't want any emails. I totally do. I want any emails. I want any emails. <laughs> going at outlook.com. On that note, I think we can pretty much wrap it up. That was a really concise, professional podcast. 
Yeah, it's just almost, it's almost weird. There's all newsworthy and stuff. <laughs> kind of like what it used to be when I did it on my own. I, I did research and I had notes and all kinds of cool shit. <laughs> so it's definitely a different take on the way we normally do things. It is, and I know because again, I spent the last two nights listening to this. Um, I think what I might do just as a, a fun thing now that I have, uh, I'm up and running a little more than I was, I think when we're stuck, the next time we're stuck on the night that we're not going to podcast, I would like to show the world the first episode, and then I'll show the first episode of Rear upon it. Oh, which would be really neat to do. That'd be really cool because I haven't, I've never heard the first episode that, that I ever did with you. Yeah, um, and I, I, have, I have some funny audio clips of all that. Remember, we had a series of about three or four that wouldn't work or didn't record, and little bits and pieces here and there we get. Um, I have all those little bits and pieces. It'd be fun to stick them together and because I know when we first tried this, uh, we had about a week that it just wasn't happening. I think we were both about to give up. Yeah, no, I, I remember that very well. That's what it was. Before we end, because I want to go up and see, in case you don't know, Gord is listening to our show for the very first time um, this week, <laughs> uh, which is so exciting. I, I'm jealous. I, I would love to hear that for the first time. Um, which which, which uh, episodes have you, have you heard so far? Um, both were, were recent episodes, um, one for uh, three episodes and four episodes ago. Okay. Um, I listened to, I actually, I listened to the episode where the cat showed up in my car and scared the crap out of me. Oh, cool, yeah. I was expecting him tonight. Uh, I didn't park over that area because I had food in my car. I didn't want to share, so. Oh, uh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, fuck you. I got my fucking food and I'm just, I'm going to fucking enjoy it. Well, it's cool. I hope you can hear all the little things that you miss when, when we're talking to each other. Like, we tried to warn you that he's a vampire. He's clearly a vampire. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a... I still laugh because when I share the story, I tell somebody, I'm like, yeah, it legit scared the shit out of me, man. Like, <laughs> and things don't scare me very well, you know? It's like, when someone really gets me off, that's fucking pretty cool. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, so, yeah, like- I had that one, and I just re-listened the other one. Um... Cause I'm trying to find a couple of good ones because my manager wants to hear some of them. So oh, I'm cool. trying to find a couple of good ones on my phone so we can have a good have a good listen while we're at work and have well, some thing in the background. I will fully stand by about anything um, after October. Like from October on, they seem to get really good. Yes. But there's some, there's some, some gold before that, too. Um, so you can't say it. You kind of got to listen to all of them. They're all really good. And uh, especially today, being our 100th episode, it's pretty exciting one. <laughs> Another 100th episode. <laughs> I was just looking at, I think it's uh, Castbox. I was at like 67. So we got a long way to go to our 100th episode. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Castbox has us at, I think it actually said 76. Oh, I said, well, okay. I had some dyslexia there. I mean, you don't you have dyslexia? Maybe I'm not even wrong there. I don't know. I'm dyslexic. Uh, I'm dyslexic and numerexic. I don't know what they call that. I'm but. kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, it's somewhere in there. I mean, they're all different. Uh, Anchor has us at 112 or something stupid. Um, and it's actually more than that. I found all the ones from uh, May and June that have been deleted. Um, I can oh, put those up again, shit. too. 
So the tub is, 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 you know, we could probably do a whole season without actually doing any work. <coughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like when, when uh, Bare Naked Ladies style, when Bare Naked Ladies made a big mistake, they already had four albums in Canada. They just re-released those four. They did nothing for all those years. Just sat yeah. back and <laughs> redid it all day. It was great. <laughs> it's the best way to do it. Uh, and if I'm reverting to a Bare Naked Lady stories, we know that's on the end. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, thank you, 3,005 listeners. Let's keep building. Send us your emails. I will talk to you guys again one way or another tomorrow night. I don't know if you're going to be joining us, but that'll be in about 23 hours. Until then, take care of each other. Fuck life. Ooh, just life. I like that. There's a good one for you. There you go. I almost thought of that one, too, so... Um, we are now still recording, still recording.